0: And sit down. And sit down. All right, alright, alright. Hello, hello, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Today I'm gonna be um, looking at how people take offense to things and the science behind why. Um People uh, may or may not be offended by something or uh, may just completely ignore it altogether or be somewhere in the middle. Um, Some of it just has to simply do with genetics, uh, you know, a small portion of it. Um, But there's also uh, other elements, and we're going to take a look at all of them today. Um, I personally um, offend people all the time. I mean, um, uh, offending people is somewhat vital. Um, not to be in a sadistic way you know I'm not Ben Shapiro or anything like that but as I've stated in the past um, people tend to live in fantasy worlds um, that can uh, be harmful to them and so um, from time to time being a little offensive here and there may very well uh, shake them back into reality. Um, And then um, the other end of it for me, when it's not about helping other people, is that is what makes me uh, feel like I matter in some way, because um, obviously no one else in this country believes that, otherwise I would be employed and um, I wouldn't be um, having to apply for grants to feed my child. So um, in order for me to feel some sort of meaning, um, I carry myself with confidence and confidence can come off as offensive to people. It really can. Um, it it upsets their their feelings because uh, they can't control you. That's really what it is. Um, they they have no. Um, grasp of uh, directing and managing you and uh, these can be men or women they can be gay or straight it doesn't matter it could be black or white brown uh, Asian Mexican you know Dominican it, it, it doesn't matter that's the point um, everyone does it uh, everyone has as we know and as you know I'm sure Twitter has told you time and time again everyone has their own particular biases right and um, they tend to uh, translate those um, into some sort of uh, deep meaning. And so when you say things that are contrary to that meaning or that challenge those thoughts, those people can become upset. Um, you can infer that I was trying to attack you, which, I, uh, you know, I've had people do this to me um, just simply from you know, answering their question that they asked me. And what I have to say about people like that is don't bother asking questions if you don't want to hear the answers to the question. Um, If you're going to try to direct me and and you're not going to pay me, because that's all you're doing at that point, you're being some kind of pompous uh, Stanley Kubrick-like film director and sitting there with a cigar in your fucking hand and acting like, oh, well, you know, go back and do that again. No, uh, absolutely not. Um, Like I said before, I'm not one of these, um, uh, you know, Senate black people. Okay, and I'm just going to throw that out there as a good example of what I'm not. All these uh, people you see in the Senate who are who are making sure they they they, um, dot their I's and cross their T's and they're making sure that they pander to the moderates Um, and, you know, speak in a, in a matter with temperance as was repeated time and time again, uh, you know, by people like Clyburn and, and, you you know, all those other idiots in the so-called, uh, black caucus, which there is no black caucus. It's a kangaroo black caucus because they don't do anything for black people. They won't even defend the voting rights act. They won't even get that passed. So don't, don't come to me with this congressional black Caucus, kangaroo caucus, you don't know what you're doing. That's what you are. And you abandoned black people a long time ago. So I don't want to hear any of that crap. Yeah, that's not me. All right? I'm not going to be polite. It's ridiculous. Absolutely preposterous. But there's a science to the preposterousness of life. And this is what it is. This is why people get butt hurt simply because you said something that doesn't jive with their little particular view of the world and let me tell you right now the, a lot of the people calling out the people who get offended are the same goddamn people getting offended and that's going to be clearly demonstrated by this article too all your bill mars all your um tucker carlsons all these people who talk about you know oh, oh we're different we don't get we we don't get offended so easily yes you fucking do otherwise you wouldn't be sitting there talking about people getting offended and you being butthurt about your butthurt about them being butthurt what's the difference what's the difference billy boy you don't know probably doesn't even write his own material probably has a assistant do it probably probably like a 12 year old assistant that's what it sounds like all right um let's get into the article uh, the concept of feeling offended is maddening. When someone says they're offended by something, they are met with a mixed amount of orderly sympathy and support and a disproportionately loud backlash led by Stephen Fry and the trigger-warning scoffers of the world, are the, Bill Maher. The latter are, dare we say, offended by people who get offended. And being the more vocal community they've helped mold the prevailing sentiment that being offended is either narcissistic or weak or both i you know i get that crap all the time it's not it's not it's not so stupid it's college boy humor is what they used to call that it's not funny bill maher said he goes where the funny goes he doesn't go where the funny goes he goes where the money goes there's a lot of money in college boy humor in lazy humor and humor that doesn't seek to spread understanding in any way, but instead seeks to get a chuckle out of people for a few peanuts. That's Bill Maher style humor. Let's continue with the article. Sometimes that's true. People are being too sensitive or too self-centered. The language there, however, is unfortunately absolute. So everyone is acting this way because these white people said so essentially. You can say you're impossible to offend, but maybe your place of privilege negates the experience of knowing what it's like to be on the defensive end. I mean, if you're fucking rich, you don't have to defend yourself. There's a bunch of sycophants running around wiping your ass for you, and they'll defend you for you. I got all these idiots from different fans and different celebrities I talk about coming by my social media page all the time, leaving all kinds of angry comments. You know because i because i offended their daddy or their mommy figure who gives a fuck fuck your mommy figure and fuck your daddy figure you're too old for that shit. there are plenty of legitimately offensive things in the world i'm sure i've said some of them but not in the last particular instance i was referring to i think that that was pretty tame some of which can be easily identified regardless of perspective, like white supremacy, for example, or anti-Semitism. It's key to understand that offense doesn't mean just one reaction to one instigation. The scientific and psychological underpinnings are different. Here's a breakdown of three of the most common sources of offense, the truly sensitive, the morally outraged, and the easily disgusted. We throw sensitive around disparagingly. But some people are actually more sensitive than others. According to a study by Stony Brook University, about 20% of the population is genetically predisposed to empathy. They have highly sensitive brains that respond intensely to both negative and positive stimuli. Their emotional reactions are such that things are a bigger deal to them than the rest of the population. Oh my goodness, they're different. We must crucify them. We must. It's imperative, right? We have to change people who are different from us otherwise we won't be able to watch TV stupid the emotional reactions are such that things are a bigger deal to them than the rest of the population whether it's a sensitivity to the feelings of others themselves or an overall perception of injustice you see that a lot on the left on the flip side, a 2007 study from New York University found that people who think the world is fine and dandy, like Bill Maher, tend to have a diminished sense of moral outrage. You, 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 yeah, lazy, lazy, lazy. Just call it what it is. Lazy diminished sense of moral outrage. You're a Lazy fuck. Those who want to feel better about the status quo adopt beliefs that justify the way things are. The huff and puff at the people who try to pull them away from that line of thinking. They huff at the people who try to pull them away from that line of thinking. Oh, pshaw, pshaw. So what if you're poor? Pushaw. So what if you're dying? Pushaw. So what if you need money? Pushaw, pushaw, Pshaw. pushaw. That's all it is on the media all day. Get over it. Move on. Next. Who cares? It's not entertaining enough. I want to be an asshole today. I'm going to do it. This is my show. I'm going to fucking do it. You see that Joe Rogan's and the Bill Mars of the world all the time. In order to maintain their perceptions of the world as just, explains the Association of Psychological Science, they often engage in cognitive adjustments that preserve a distorted image of reality in which existing institutions are seen as more equitable and just than they are, like all these idiots who support police departments that are obviously corrupt, or politicians, it doesn't matter, or religious figures. And that's why I say it's people's fault that these people are in power because they don't have the guts They're spineless hear that hear that people who you just say oh well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna justify everything all the time all the wrongdoings of the world you have no moral outrage you're an incomplete human how about that how's that feel and it feels so good when other people say it about you does it i hope you're offended when I spoke with Monica Harris, a professor at the University of Kentucky, that's where all the chicken is. So, you know, be sure to go down there and get diarrhea. I asked whether uh, feeling outraged was an adaptive uh, response made necessary by our ancestors. She said that wasn't improbable. Historically, people were more likely to be attacked Readily taking offense could be a natural defense mechanism to the world's antagonist. That attitude doesn't really work for people today, says Harris. We live closer to each other and have to be more mindful. She would associate the modern day easily offended uh, with neuroticism. Today, some define offense taking, as stated in the journal Cognitive Therapy and Research, as the perceived deprivation of what is rightfully due to a person. A person's needs, goals, and resources determine how much someone gets offended and how likely they'll forgive the offender. The phrase, what is rightfully due, implies that the individual taking offense has an applicable concept of justice, writes psychologists David R. Sigmund and C.R. Snyder, and is holding that other person accountable for having transgressed against the justice concept. This sense of justice seems to be overwrought and can backfire on the moralist attempting to use outrage to make change. In three sequential studies conducted in 2015, Ohio State and University of Texas business professors found that people pretty much hate it when other people talk about how ethical they are. They showed the willfully ignorant how their clothes were made and found that those people judged others who chose to buy clothes from more Ethical companies as annoying and boring. Essentially, the more moral customers made them feel bad and they responded defensively. This is why people come up with these idiotic terms like virtue signaling because they're being defensive, they're not being honest. They're saying, oh, well, you're making us think about things and we don't like that. And so we're going to avoid you. Wow, that's really profound. How rational. Stupid. Coming on strong with your outrage can have the opposite reaction of what you want, says study co-author Rebecca Reszek. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want anything anymore. I'm so beyond the point of wanting anything from anyone anymore. React to me any way you want. In fact, I know what I want. I want to be alone. (laughs) I don't want to talk to people anymore. It's a waste because you see your brain, your brains are just these balls of fire that spontaneously combust from time to time. That's why, you know, you have friends and then you hate the friend. And then, you know, you make another friend and then you're falling in love. And then, you know, you don't want to be with the person anymore. And then you're you're, uh, moving on and now you have a new lifestyle and you found Jesus, but you can't maintain that. So, you know, that's too boring. So you got to go and you got to see some stupid movie and Arguing that people are immoral or bad, which I've always steered clear from, remember. I've always steered clear from that ever since I started this show. I've always said you cannot lead with the immorality argument because it makes you look boring. What what did they just say? People found it boring and annoying. You annoy people when you come out with the morality crap. If they don't engage in the desired act, whether it's recycling or choosing sustainable seafood, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just going to turn people off and make them less likely to listen to the good reasons for choosing ethical behavior. So you bore people with your climate science, just like I've always said, right? And then they don't want to do it. And the next thing you know, people are throwing trash all over the fucking place because they just don't want to listen to you because they think you're annoying. It's very simple. You don't have to like it that's just the way it is. It's the way people are. Is it stupid? Sure. Is it uh, annoying that I have to, you know, be entertaining to get to people? Sure. But that's the way of the world folks. And you gotta, you got you gotta recognize it someday. I mean, you can't keep living in this alternate reality where you can bore people to death and still uh, have a movement. That's, that's never been the case. Continuing from the article, if we specifically examine people who become morally offended when someone says or does something against what they consider to be right or appropriate, not those who are just personally offended, the root of that outrage may be the behavioral immune system. Yes, it's fair to say that individuals who are more easily disgusted are also more likely to be morally offended by actions that violate cultural traditions or norms. You hear that? Individuals who are more easily disgusted are also more likely to be morally offended by actions that violate cultural traditions or norms like, you know, homosexuality or being non-binary or, I don't know, uh, being black and having a job. It's not tradition in this country. That's not tradition. Ever think about that? It's not part of their culture then are cultures that they want to implement on your ass your ass too, not just mine you're not gonna be able to be gay anymore in this society that they're trying to build for you I keep telling you that you don't listen they did it in Nazi Germany they got rid of all the gay people you think they won't do it here you're fucking with fire and you're you know you're you're, you're not seeing the writing on the wall these people They get disgusted by anything, anything that doesn't agree exactly with their way of life, and they'll come for you and they'll punish you for it. That's why Matthew Shepard got hung on that cross. That's why they shot up that gay club. Come on. You know what's going on. I know that some of you are too smart to not see what's going on. And maybe you're afraid or something. You don't want to admit it, but you have to because you're in danger people are acting irrationally. The people who are calling people irrational are the ones who are acting irrationally. That's the truth of it. This shows up for instance in these folks tendency to judge norm violations to be morally wrong. This applies to violations of cultural taboos such as the taboo against incest as well as to more common kinds of norm violations such as a student's decision to cheat on an exam. In his paper, The Behavioral Immune System and Why It Matters, Schaller notes that the behavioral immune system is a crude line of defense against the pathogens that may affect human health. Humans are hypersensitive to diseases and harmful agents that may be present, which triggers psychological responses. People with chronically heightened sensitivity are more likely to feel disgusted and therefore outraged by the people around them. Those who are more gregarious in their social life are in blissful ignorance of their increased likelihood of getting sick. You hear that? Those who are more gregarious in their social life are in blissful ignorance of their increased likelihood of getting sick. They don't care. And and then there are people who have heightened sensitivity who feel disgust and outrage by the people around them. For example, sensitivity to behavioral immune system is at play when someone has an outsized reaction to breaking the conventions of sexual norms because sexual contact has the possibility of leading to illness. They're responding to years of human existence where sex could lead to some pretty bad stuff. Not because people were gay, not because people were having sex or whatever, but just because in the old days we didn't have the precautions. And so they're responding to something that could happen to straight or gay people, but they're specifically taking it out on gay people. Are they taking it out on bisexual people? Are they taking it about on um, people who are androgynous or they're taking it out on people who are non-binary? And it's a defense mechanism. It's a crude defense mechanism. It's not even a smart defense mechanism. That's why I know that homosexuality and being non-binary and being bisexual is just fine because it's a primitive defense system. We have evolved. We've evolved. There's people who are non-binary in the military. There's people who are gay in the military. They're, They're cops. They're firefighters. They're protecting you. They're nurses. They're doctors. It makes no sense to attack these people. When people feel more vulnerable to infection, they're more likely to encourage other people to conform to existing traditions. Did I just read what I thought I read? Did you hear that? That applies to today, probably more than any sentence I just read. Listen to this sentence. When people feel more vulnerable to infection, they are more likely to encourage other people to conform to existing traditions. Isn't that the pandemic in a nutshell and also are themselves more likely to conform to majority opinion to see if people, if, if the majority today is that COVID exists, then it exists. And if the majority tomorrow is that it doesn't, then it doesn't. If the majority today is that mass are good, then they're good. If the majority today is that they're bad, then they're bad. And you'll see it. It will change from day to day because they're just looking at the majority opinion. What do people in my life think? That's all they want to know. They don't have any opinions. They're too stupid. Conformity is stupid. Disgust, which serves as a kind of emotional cue connotating or excuse me, connoting um, potential vulnerability to infection is also associated with more conservative and political attitudes. You hear that? They're disgusted by you. What have I told you time and time again? Disgust. They're disgusted by you. If you are not a conservative, if you do not agree with them 100% of the way, they are disgusted by you and they are on a mission to change everything about you, to convert the heathen, like I've always said. That is the science. This was in... Inverse Science Magazine Alright everyone Um, I thank you so much for joining me Here today to talk about offense And um, uh, Its variations I really uh, hope you enjoy the show Hey please share or review the show If you get a chance Um, You could also support us at our webpage On Anchor at More Content Talk And um, you can follow us At twitter at more underscore content pls you could also um follow us on youtube instagram as well as uh that one what's that one tiktok yeah that one i forgot it there for a second um and yeah you can check us out there at all lowercase letters all one word more content talk all right everyone have a phenomenal day evening afternoon fiesta siesta downtime chill time lunchtime party time whatever it may be and remember when life gets you down you can always laugh at something else farewell folks